This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome back. I am so excited to meet our next guest. She is the director of the critically acclaimed and award-winning projects like Selma, When They See Us, A Wrinkle in Time. She is one of the most prolific filmmakers out there. I just watched Colin in black and white with complete marvel in my eyes. Not only did she make last month's Forbes World's Most Powerful Women, but she's also behind a groundbreaking new CW series called Naomi about a teenage girl who discovers that she's a superhero. Not only do I want to see everything through Ava DuVernay's lens, but I can't wait to see what this series is all about. Oh, please welcome the one, the only, Ava DuVernay. Oh my gosh, I wanted to talk to you for so long. I am a longtime admirer and I'm so, so pleased to meet you. I can't wait for it to be in person one day. Oh my goodness, I would totally koala bear to your eucalyptus tree. Let's do it one day. I look forward. Okay, so you have just been this incredibly prolific storyteller, but you weren't always a director. You had other jobs before. You PR, waitressing, scooping frozen yogurt. Like, what did you like and embrace or want to get away from before you became the huge director that you are today? Well, you know, the beautiful thing is I loved all my jobs. I really, really did. And I think each one, you know, prepared me for the next job. I was a damn good waitress. And I just feel like if I ever need to pick up a few extra dollars or if, hey, this directing thing doesn't work out, that would probably be, you can find me in a small town diner. And I, I was good, Drew. I was a good waitress because I like to make sure that people were happy, that they had what they needed, you know, that they were able to just dine and kick back. And so I can always waitress if I need to. Okay, this explains everything that I believed that I thought I knew about you, that, that, that nurturing really does come through. And it is a choice. It's an approach. And, you know, someone you started out, you know, this particular part of your journey, Oprah, if she isn't the person who sort of nurtured, guide us, guided us and mentored us all towards the brilliant of the aha moment. And I wanted to ask you something about Oprah's advice because I think it applies so much to the modern world today. She spoke to you something about a critique or a review that you got for a project you were working on and she walked you through it. The reason I wanted to ask you was because I feel like this applies so much to people on social media and comments. Can you tell me about that? 
Yeah, it was a it was a review that I got for one of my early films that was kind of particularly nasty. Like, you know, not someone critiquing the craft, but kind of um, you know, being a little mean for no reason. And it hurt my feelings. And I was talking with her about it, and I'm I'm blubbering on and on and on, and I'm on minute five and minute ten about how it makes me feel. And at the end, it was very quiet. She said, uh, do you know this person? And I said, well, no. She said, and do they know you personally? And I was like, no. She's like, so why does it matter? And I thought, wow, I don't even know this person. Like, I didn't even know what the person looked like. I just had read the words and they heard. And so it's really kind of bifurcating and separating words from feeling, from people. And really the whole thing gets down to what do you value? Do I value these words from like a ghost on a page who I don't know? Or do I value my experience making that thing, how much I loved it, all the love that I put into it, and the people who were receiving it in the way that I intended, which was a lot of people. But you know, you always focus on the negative thing. You could be in a room with everyone smiling, and most people are looking at the one person who doesn't like, you know, the, the spinach dip. Like, why don't they like it? Everyone else likes it. <laughs> and that, and so that's true. just human nature. Exactly. And just, it, you got to work to dismantle it within yourself. Oh, that is such rich, brilliant advice. And we can all use it because it's true. And we can apply it to social media. And we are seeing people be affected by comments that person hurt your feelings. We are human beings. So if you can separate, yes, I am a human and this makes me feel a certain way, but to take the Oprah advice of, do you know this person? Do yes. they know you? And start to untangle yourself from the web of pain is just so brilliant. And we all need that in this world, so thank you. We need it. Thank you. Now, is it true that you've been stuck in an elevator not once, not twice, but three times with three different legends? I get stuck in elevators with like icons. It's like my thing. I don't even know what happens, but it literally, if I'm in the elevator with someone who's a known person, I'm like, oh, this elevator's gonna stop. It's happened to me three different times. Um, and, um, will you tell my, me with who? My favorite one, well, two of them were mean and one of them was really nice. So I'll tell you the nice one. Hmm. Uh, so I was stuck in an elevator. I was a publicist and I was working on a movie and uh, he looks at me and I say, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm doing the buzzer. I'm trying to get it down. He's like, you know, it'll start again when it's time. I said, okay. Look at each other. He's like, so tell me about yourself. Let's talk. And we end up talking. It's Tom Cruise. <gasps> okay. And he was so, so lovely. And so for maybe five years after that, I got flowers on my birthday, every uh, every birthday from Tom Cruise. And he with a little note about, hey, how you doing? Oh my <laughs> God, I love him so much. Now I love him more. Thank you for being a fly <laughs> on the wall in that amazing elevator. Last question, is it true that you got in an accident as a fender bender when you were a teen because of a cute guy? Yes, <laughs> I, really like I really like this boy. Um, and so I had my first car and I was driving uh, by his house as one does. And I guess I got lost in him watering the grass or something because literally I smashed straight into a park car. <laughs> and um, cut to this, he ends up being my boyfriend for quite a while. Oh. It started with, you know, a fender bender, you never know how, how relationships begin. 
I love this story. And I also am very excited as you've taught us so much about history and humanity. I'm very excited to see what you will bring to us through the lens of a 17 year old girl. And um, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, the star of Ava's new superhero series is gonna join us. I'm so excited. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. to the always inspirational Ava DuVernay about her new amazing series on the CW, Naomi. And it's about a teenage girl who discovers that she is a superhero and played by 17-year-old Casey Walfall, who's also here with us today. Hi, Casey. Hi, how are you? I'm so excited about this project. But this is your first leading TV role, and you were on Broadway in The Lion King playing Nala, which is so incredibly impressive. Thank you. And now you're getting to work with one of your own personal heroes, Ava DuVernay, and will you talk about that coolest fact ever? It is the coolest fact ever. <laughs> Just having Miss Ava in my contact in my phone is so cool. Uh, when I first met her, it was a feeling of nurturing that she's kept within our relationship. She's always a call away. She's always a text away. And when you're in Miss Ava's environment, you just want to be the best version of yourself because she always is. And seeing her interact with everyone on set is truly inspiring. Now, Ava, you, um, are you a superhero geek? Was there something particular about this story that really spoke to you? What was the theme in it that made you know you had to do this? Yeah, I mean, I love I love the idea of uh, these these stories, these epic, majestic stories that kind of embed the idea that anyone can be a hero or that there's some kind of heroism inside of all of us. So I've always been really attracted to superhero comics for that reason. But when Naomi, uh, this great comic by Brian Bendis and David F. Walker, came across uh, my desk, um, I fell in love with the image of this black teenager who is a Superman stand. She is a fan of comic books. She is a comic book character, but she's a fan of comic books in the story. She loves Superman so much. And through her love of Superman, she starts to understand why she's so attracted to the idea of Superman, because she's like him in more ways than she knows. Okay. And so that's kind of what the premise of the story is. And to do that, you have to find a very special actor uh, to play that. And so I'm so blessed that we crossed paths with Casey. And yet, when you called her to talk about if the role was gonna happen or not, did you do it in a straightforward manner or was there something to it? I don't know, Casey, how was it? <laughs> I, my mom walked into my room and said, someone wants to talk to you. So I answered the phone and it was Miss Ava. And she said, Casey, I wanna thank you so much for coming in and auditioning. And it almost sounded like she wasn't gonna give me the role. And then she said, I would love to invite you to the Array family to play Naomi. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Tension builder. I was yes. a good actress. I was a good actress, Casey. <laughs> really, I, I believed you. I believed you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. There's so. something very fun about that. So I, I, I liked that story. Now, before you guys go, I was wondering, would you play a round of the final six with me? I would love to. It's the final six. What's your latest food craving? My latest uh, sunflower seeds. Oh, what a little baby. 
Yes. <laughs> Casey, what song is going to represent 2022 for you? Everything is Everything by Lauryn Hill. Yes. Great. The classic. Yes. The Ava, if you could remake any movie, would there be one? You know what I love? I love Dirty Dancing. <gasps> yes. That might be fun. It's a great movie. And if you were to cast Baby, like, does anyone spark to mind? Yes, Casey Walfall. Oh! <laughs> All right, start practicing, Casey. Okay, Casey, can you tell us an Instagram account that we need to follow? Hmm. I would probably say Refinery29. They what? have really nice things up there, really inspirational things and fun things, too. Ava, what would you want your superpower to be if you could have one? Oh, that's fun to think about. I'm probably saying visibility. Okay, Casey, describe Ava in one word. She's so, she's a lot more, she's a lot than one word, but if I were to say one word for Miss Ava, I would just say nurturing. Really nurturing, and she's a powerhouse, but she's so kind to be around. I knew it! I could sense it. Thank you, Ava DuVernay and Casey Walsall. You can watch Naomi Tuesdays on The CW. We'll be right back. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 